Welcome to the history of the band Six Shooter, as remembered by Dave Jackson. May 30th, prepping for the Cheese Festival. Well, it's been a fun few weeks. Seth got married, Dave had to go to Columbus, and John missed a practice as well. The band reforms and starts to put the pieces together. Dale has done a good job of playing catch-up, and while there are still a few rough areas, none of them sound like mistakes. Basically, he's in the same boat as all of us. The band pulls a Thursday practice together to get it all together. Dale picks the tunes we do and practices is over early at 8.30. There is some discussion about the hiring of one of Dale's friends, Lou, who will be running a system that is partly his and partly Dale's. Originally, we we're going to pay him 50 bucks to run our sound, but that has changed to 100 bucks to run his system. The benefit, we are thinking, was that we wouldn't have to haul anything to the gig but our bodies and amps. It turns out that is not the case. We need to bring mic stands, microphones, and cables, everything but speakers and power amps. Since the sound guy is getting 220% more than I am, I'm a little miffed. However, I choose to wait and see how we sound before I decide if I want to complain or not. The good news is that after the gig, I pack my amp and I'm homeward bound. There are some mixed feelings. On the positive side, it would be nice to get back on stage. One of the greatest things about this band is, well, the band. It's cool playing and getting off on everyone else's talent. Dale blows Lee's playing off the planet. And some of the stuff we thought Dale was playing wrong, it turns out that Lee has been playing it wrong for months, and we actually thought it was right. The awkwardness is gone, and we're all pretty pumped to take the stage. With a veteran sound man and a working sound system, it'll be nice to set up at the festival. It's some type of fireman's cheese jubilee. It's in Brewster, Ohio, and we can just set up and play. The day of the festival arrives with a constant rain that lasts the entire day. Dave drives to the festival just in case the stage was under a tarp. Instead, he finds a hollowed-out truck trailer underwater. While a few dry spots were on the stage, there is no way we could set up and play. Dave, Seth, and Kevin, along with their significant others, go to the movie Scream. This is some scary movie. Like scary movies. Uh huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. The height of the excitement that the band felt had only lifted them further up for a fall. We're all really bummed out. The blur that was the spring of 1997. As I mentioned before, I had gone to Columbus, Seth had gotten married, we replaced Lee, Mary at the Tangled Spur had died, John moved, John also got ill to the point of having lung damage, and now Kevin is getting married and leaving the band. July 1st, the band meets with what will more than likely be the last practice at Kevin's house. Seth serenades Kevin with different lyrics to songs, begging him not to leave. While it's great to finally all be together, it's a very gloomy practice. The band has a discussion on what direction to take next. We talk about hiring a female singer, but decide to bypass that option. We need to run an ad for a singer and knock on some doors and try and get a gig. 
through our trials of occasionally practicing, our chops have gotten rusty and we're sounding pretty awful. We all agree it's time to bump up the priority of the band. Dale mentions that he may be leaving for Tennessee in February. What, what, what? This is solidified in a few weeks when he begins selling the furniture in his house. Oh, no. The devastation of the festival getting rained out has multiplied and robbed a great live band of all its momentum. Chris and Dave ask one night, why don't we just quit? The thought is not foreign to Dave's mind. We're very close to being back to square one. The big difference is now I'm at square one with some great musicians that aren't a-holes. July 10th, an ad is placed. With Kevin away doing wedding stuff and John on vacation, practice is again canceled. Seth and Dave talk about how the why not quit issue is entering their mind. They both know that we have the right pieces of the puzzle. It's just a matter of getting them to fit. Seth decides to place an advertisement for a singer as soon as he gets off the phone with Dave. While the ad runs Tuesday through Thursday, we get three interested parties. Two are male and one is female. With this information, Dave calls John and Dale and gets them to commit to practice this week as we're going to be interviewing singers. Both Seth and Dave are excited as this feels like the first step to putting the band back together. In talking with Dale on the phone, Dale states that hey, if we want to start looking for a drummer, he's fine with that. He's going to stay on until we find a new drummer. And Dave feels that this is probably not a bad idea. Dave informs Kevin of all the things that are going on. It's kind of strange, but if we don't keep him in the loop, it kind of feels like we're doing things behind his back. The weird, gloomy actions are replacing the K-Man. That's weird. The band is going to be very different without him. Is this really the end of the K-Man in Six Shooter? Is he really leaving? Are Dave and Seth going to really interview more singers? Stay tuned by going to historyofsixshooter.com and subscribing to the show. While you're there, pick up a Six Shooter t-shirt and we'll get that answer in the next episode.